Is there cork in the ocean? Let's see what the Alexis or the Siri is saying. <laughs> cork in the ocean. It's like a book. Fiction, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Portugal is the world's largest cork producer. Also in Spain and France. It doesn't say anything about ocean. <laughs> I don't think that's true. It's from a tree. Like, cork comes from a tree. I saw a whole special on it. Is Dan talking about sponges? Oh, he's, he's thinking a sponge, <laughs> like a dental dam. <laughs> <laughs> are we recording? That would have been great. Yeah, we are. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Cold open nailed. (laughs) Well done. Uh... A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) I'm Roberto PDL. Oh man! And, uh, today we're gonna be tasting Blue Run. Uh, we're gonna be tasting their High Rye Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, first, we want to give our uh, summary of the Marengo tasting event last night at yeah, Joe's place fun. with uh, Sam, and uh, it was a good time. That was really good. Yeah, I there was what probably between bottles of whiskey and bottles of wine. I, he he said seventy eight to eighty from the start, and he wasn't lying at all. He was yeah. not joking. Yeah, there was a lot of different things to try. Um, there was a lot of different uh, reps, local reps, state reps. Uh, one small distillery actually showed up with their master distiller to sign some bottles. Uh, good food from Joe's place, which is where we always eat. We go to Sam's anyways, so yeah. things that we were pretty used to and a lot of people um, that's where they know you as dan joe's dan, uh, dan armanetti, <laughs> dan armanetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but no it, it was probably 200 250 people that filtered through it started at six and was p- pretty busy till about the last 45 minutes or so yeah um, yeah i mean the the big highlights i think were heaven hill brought a bunch of stuff um yeah they had the Larceny Barrel Proof, which I think we all picked up. I think so. Uh, they had the McKenna 10-year. Which we took. Which everybody took. Um, <laughs> and they had the Evan Williams 1763, 17, yeah. which was a $20 bottle, but it tasted great. Yeah, um, excellent bottle. Definitely recommend that. Excellent. Um, and then there was, uh, they had the Elijah Craig Rye, which yep. we all enjoy. Well, Oops. maybe Dan. I don't know. Except I, like for Dan. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was not disappointed. I, I mean, I, it, it's Sam and it's Joe's, so it was not going to disappoint from the beginning. Um, but I, you know, I imagined something smaller than what we saw. Like mm-hmm. you said, I mean, it was two hundred people easily uh, filtering through the event. Yeah, there was never a line. There was never. Yeah, it anybody. wasn't overcrowded. It which wasn't was overcrowded. Nice. It was a good size space for space the number was of people great. and. Mm-hmm. And we took our friend Noah, and the first thing he says, like, how is this in Marengo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the facility, yeah. The facility is nice. Joe's, uh, Joe's Place, it's a good restaurant, but it's more of the, it's kind of like a Portillo's. It's, yep. 
It's, yeah. It's not, it's a sit down, but it's just like pub, uh, pub Chicago food. Yeah. And then the upstairs is a very nice, like reception hall. Very nice. Um, I mean, the bar was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was in really nice shape. So I was, I was definitely not disappointed. I mean, I already had uh, good expectations for it, but I think it was, it was definitely exceeded. And again, you know, kudos to Sam and, and Joe and, and the event manager, because I never waited for anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the food, sometimes in those events, you know, there's a line that's 30 minutes long to get anything. And it was it was perfect. Yep. Uh, and I had I met uh, the Penelope family. <laughs> <laughs> By which Roberto means a rep from the from the distillery that has no relation <laughs> uh, except for the fact that she works for marketing for the Penelope bourbon company. <laughs> but she gave me her her name as Scott Penelope or oh it was a girl, right? No, it was a girl. Scotty or I don't know, it started with an S. Shelly, <laughs> Shelly Penelope. If you're trying to figure out which one of us drank the most of the events, <laughs> <laughs> your answer has been has brought itself to light already. Yeah. It was a good event. And I wasn't driving, so that was even better. I th- I think the highlight for me was how many good bottles were there that you could try. Yeah, for there sure. There was a lot of bottles that were in the seventy plus dollar price range that they're just pouring you samples of. That like some of the Penelope's. I mean, it was great. Some of the Penelope's, the Smoke Wagon, uncut, unfiltered, oh, yeah. McKenna. Um, there was a decent Larceny McKenna. Yeah, um, there was a decent amount of high end stuff. It wasn't. I mean, there were some good lower ones like the Noble Oaks and things like that, which we all like that are yeah. thirty dollar bottles. But I mean. There was a couple $25 bottles, but those were the couple here or there, and everything else was yeah. probably that 40 to 70 range. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the wine. I mean, the wine, too. The wine was great. I walked away with a couple of bottles, which is great. Yeah. A really good event. <clears throat> Kudos to Sam. Yeah, and if you're wanting to get into bourbon, finding events like that is a great place to start because you can yeah. walk around. And, I mean, there was probably about 40 different bottles of bourbon yeah. and whiskey you could sip on. Yeah. And you could... It's a great way to sit and find things you like and find things you don't like. And yeah. Perfect way to, is this bottle worth $70 before I walk into a liquor store and buy it? Right. It's a great, great point. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was uh, a, f- a few different things there that I had, I was hesitant, you know, to buy. Yeah. Um, just, uh, you know, on a whim uh, yeah. that I got to try and I actually picked them up because I really liked them. Um, yeah. Yeah, the other cool thing was making friends with, yeah, I mean, really chatting and talking to the reps because mm-hmm. yeah, you could tell. So, for example, the the, the Penelope family, <laughs> I forget her name, uh, she was also representing Woodford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it was great because she didn't have any merchandise out. And then when we started, you know, talking and making conversation, she went and got the merchandise for us. But just us, it was like mm-hmm. you know, four four of us that she gave us hats and stuff. So that was really nice. It was a good event. Yeah. Very happy. All cool. right. Um, so I got a few news stories uh wanna go through. Hey, so first up, uh Buffalo Trace OFC bourbon auction raises two hundred and eighty thousand dollars for charity. This is from the whiskey wash. Uh the top bid was sixty thousand dollars for one bottle. Um which sets a possible record for uh bourbon NFT. Um, so these were sold as NFT tokens that are redeemable for a bottle of OFC at the nice. at the distillery, um, and you get exclusive 
uh, Buffalo Trace tours um, where they'll also give you a unicorn tasting of like all of the impossible to find bottles. Yeah. Um, so it's a nice charity event. Good amount raised. So when do you get your bottle? <laughs> no. I still don't understand NFTs. I mean, I get the concept. I don't either. I, I still don't. I have zero clue, you know, how you buy it, how you sell it, or why, yeah. more importantly, you would buy it or sell it. Well, I guess I can see how you can sell it. Uh, but Well, anyway. if, if for this, it's like a physical exchange, you know. Yeah. So, like, that I get. Yeah. But, the uh, yeah, I don't understand Straight buying, enough. like, a picture of a monkey and, like, being like, yeah. For half a mine. million dollars. Jeez, man. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, Blood Oath Pact 8 was has been revealed. Uh, this is Lux Row Distillery's premium blended whiskey offering. Uh, it features a 14-year ride bourbon, 11-year ride bourbon, 8-year ride bourbon, and they're finished in Calvados casks, which is apple or pear brandy. Oh, it's coming in at 98.6 proof and about $120 MSRP. Uh, it should be released in April. I'm looking um, forward so, to that. I like it. I don't know if you guys do, but I I wasn't a oath. fan of the Blood Oath. I didn't like the last one. Um, this the one 19, sounds like it could be oh, the 20. Though. It was, I think, which one? So that's the one's going to be 2022, right? Yeah, this is packed eight. Okay. I think you have six or seven. Yeah, because 19 was six and 20 was seven. So I don't have 21, I don't think. But I, I think yeah. it's great. You know, I would recommend it to anybody just to try it for 120 if you can find it. It's it's good. It's It comes in a really nice box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's not a bad value. It's not a bad value. Um, at for all. being a fairly old blend of whiskeys yeah. i'll say to be careful because some people will mark it up pretty bad. oh yeah. yeah so i i would not pay more than like 130 like ours yeah msrp yeah and you know sam uh always has it at a really decent price it was like 130 but I, i've seen it marked up like 200 250 yeah that's i wouldn't i would pass that. on that yeah um so the next story comes from the financial times uh headline goodbye moss hello mesquite uh, so Stephen Paul and his wife Elaine uh, have created a um, single malt that instead of smoked with peat is smoked with mesquite. Ooh, like barbecue. Yeah. Um, so they they were drinking scotch while barbecuing and thought, <laughs> well, why not try making a mesquite scotch? Um, so uh, Stephen has a like a custom furniture business where he uses mesquite wood a lot. So he was very familiar with it. Yeah. Um, and decided to give it a shot. Um, so they, after some like small batch trial and error, uh, he found wow. the right recipe and, uh, the whiskey is called, uh, Del Bac Dorado. Okay. What does that mean, Roberto? I I don't even know. That's Spanish. I think it's just a made up <laughs> yeah. set of Spanish sounding words. <laughs> it sounds pretty made up. But yeah, me. so it's a mesquite smoked single malt. Um, I've never seen that out yet. Um, but I'd be interested Dude, to give that a shot. I would be interested. It might be tasty. If it's well done, it's probably because you know how sometimes if you smoke the old fashioned with mesquite, the mm-hmm. flavor. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be. So I'm looking forward to that. The other thing, though, you got to wonder if mesquite comes from the ocean. I, don't I think know. it does. <laughs> You can find this kid in the ocean. That's why it's so rare. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so they're out in um, the Phoenix area in Arizona. So it might might only be, you know, a locally available thing for the time being, but it'll see. It's a nice experiment. Yeah, it sounds interesting. You'll know if it's good if it makes it up here, and if it doesn't make it up here, it won't be good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of these experimental things that some of these people try. It, they, I mean, they, they might still find locally, but if they try yeah. and extend, extend out past the sphere of influence of that distillery where they're well known, yep. it can be tough. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see the, speaking of stuff like that, the hard truth thing that we tried that they snuck out at the end and gave us a little sample in the communion cup that, uh, yeah. The thing that I wanted to pour on my pancakes. What was that? Or was Oh, the, uh, what was that? Uh, maple bourbon cream? It was maple, um, I think it was maple, but it was bourbon cream for sure. Yeah, it was, I think it was a maple bourbon cream. But it was just so sweet. Oh. I mean, in, in a good way. Like a really nice sweetness to me. I yeah. really enjoy drinking that. That, I hope, takes off, because I would just pour that on pancakes for breakfast. Yeah, yeah it was really good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, similar to bourbon cream from Buffalo Trace, but it was this one is more maple-y, I think. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. It was very nicely done. All right, next up, uh, Whistle Pig is releasing... Uh, piggyback rye uh, finished with baseball bats uh, in partnership with David Ortiz. <laughs> All these gimmicks, man. <laughs> Why, what's the relationship with David Ortiz and piggyback? So uh, it's part of a series, and this is the first of the series uh, called the Legend Series, where they're going to be partnering with different sports figures. Um and the money is going to be going to charity, or proceeds okay. will be going gonna, to charity. I was hoping it was somewhere on this because this sounds like 100% gimmicky. It's probably yeah. not going to be good bourbon, <laughs> and it's probably going to be very expensive. But if it's going to charity, it has it's a, charity. I yeah. got it. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm wary of those gimmicks. Yeah. Um. So it's bottled at 96.56 proof. Uh. It's only selling for 50 bucks, which so I think it's actually the same as the normal piggyback in price. Um, but there will be a limited number um, that are signed by Ortiz going for $340. And that's the proceeds of those are going to uh, his charity, Boston Heart Classic. Um, and then, like I said, the, there will be more releases with different um, athletes throughout the year. Hmm. Uh, and last cool. story. Are they just throwing baseball bats in the barrels? Or how is it finished in... So they they toast the bats and then put them in the barrel. Wow. Yeah. I but mean there's bats, but there's there's several distilleries doing um what aren't bats aren't pro bats normally hickory? They're um uh cedar hickory, I don't know. I thought they're I don't know. I was at the crap. I was at the factory, I should remember. I was at uh, the factory in Louisville. It has to be a hardwood. It's yeah. yeah. I forgot what it is. Probably comes from the ocean too. I want to say maple. They make them in the ocean. Northern white ash. There that's you go. right. That's because okay. all the ash trees are dying, so we're going to have issues. It's hard to find because it comes from the ocean. Yeah. Um, I, I went to. The, you know, <laughs> speaking of, if you're if, if people are in the um, in Louisville for um, distillery tours, the bat factory. What's it called? The, the Louisville slug, bats. The slugger yeah, is slugs. right across the street from from uh, from Mictors and right next to Peerless. Yeah, it's a cool uh, it's really tour. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool tour. I bought a personalized bat coming out of that. That was pretty cool. Anyway. Yeah, definitely worth it. Uh, so, last story um, from Vine Pair. Uh, why do rye whiskeys almost always have green labels? Um, so, this is just. I thought this was interesting. Um, so there's actually no historical precedent uh, for the green label, but uh, Michter's rye claims to be the first. Um, in 2011, 
Woodford and Bullet actually released their Verize right around the same time. Um, Bullet found that Green uh, was the best response through a bunch of like bartender polls and marketing studies. Uh, and Woodford uh, went with green because the master distiller just said it's his favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, you know, what? I've always noticed that, but I've never taken a minute to think about yeah, it. Me yeah, either. And what they attribute to is that because bullet sales were so high that it just became an unofficial standard that if you wanted something to be awry, it became a green label. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I like that. Uh, yeah, the distiller was just like, "Yeah, we'll go green." Yeah, why not? <laughs> must be nice to be the king. Then yeah. bullets on the other end doing all this like special research and stuff. And yeah, <laughs> like market research and focus groups and they're like, "Yeah, just do it green. It's fine. Yeah. It'll be fine." Very cool. Well, I'm enjoying my Woodford hat. Speaking of that, I'm yeah. wearing. I'm wearing enjoy my nice soft Woodford shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, good. That was, that was good news. All right, um, so, uh, yeah, we're trying the uh, Blue Run High Rye Bourbon. Dan, do you want to give us some info on yeah, Blue Run? Blue Run's uh, pretty new. Let me pull up my notes here. Um, the This one, the High Rye Bourbon, is actually the first one that they made that's completely under control of Jim Rutledge, who has been in the industry for over 50 years and the former master distiller at Four Roses. A Blue Run was actually started by a group of friends and bourbon lovers, and it was started by people who have amassed a decent sum of money, like it would take anyone to start a new distillery. Their uh, owners included a Nike designer, Facebook's first direct-level employee, a hospitality executive, a political advisor, and a philanthropist. Wow. Huh. They walk into a bar. Yeah. So now... Now you're saying that we should start a whiskey business. Yeah. We'll we'll sell all your whiskey collection, Roberto's whiskey collection, and we'll start, start a... I'm in. So we know a lot about distilling. Yep. I, yeah, you... I'll go, I'll go grab the cork from the ocean. Yeah, yeah, you please, please you guys, you guys work from, on that, and I'll go start swimming in the ocean. Please source it from the ocean. It's so good, man. That's, that's, where, that's where truth, uh, our, the truth. Guy, our truth, that's where they get it from. Um, yeah, cool. I've been, I haven't been drinking this because we're recording this the morning after Sam's event, so I'm going to take it easy today. But I have it, been smelling this really nicely. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's distilled not – they don't have their own distillery, so this one is distilled at Castle and Key. Oh, okay. Which Castle and Key, for those of you who aren't haven't heard of it, if you watch the documentary Neat, yeah, uh, which is a good history and story of bourbon, really nice documentary. It's well done. They uh, one of the the one lady is yeah the one that's the head of Castle and the Key. one that she started the didn't she start it too yeah the master of the distiller too yeah yep. yeah and that's all same uh, locally grown. Grains, all the corn is there. All yep. they own, either, I can't remember if they own the fields or they're have that, they're sourcing it, but it, they're in Kentucky though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they distill it there and then they bottle it at their own f- bottling facility in Bardstown. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's Blue Run. Uh, it's a it's a newer distillery. This is they don't have an age statement on the on the bottle. It's it's, it's around four four and a half year old. Proof on it's at right at one hundred and eleven. 
It I read this. It doesn't say on the bottle. It just says for the mash bill, it is sixty five percent corn. But when you dig in a little bit, it's actually Roberto. You're gonna enjoy this. Sixty five percent mellow corn. Oh, dude. Thirty uh, percent rye and then five percent malted barley. I it, like mellow corn. <laughs> <laughs> I love mellow corn. Your eyes, your eyes lit up a little bit. Hey, you know, it's funny they have the mash bill in the back of the bottle. I've never seen that. Have you seen this? Yeah. I've never seen that. It's in a bottle? Good. Yeah. There's a lot of bottles that have it. Like, really? not on the back. A lot of it's on the side. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I haven't been paying attention then. <laughs> like, I haven't seen that many. I mean, I've seen it before, but I don't think it's common, it, is it? It's, it's becoming more common, I think. Yeah. Especially on ones that are doing more blending and things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the... Well, I mean, we have to start looking through a lot of bottles, but I've seen it quite a bit, especially, like, Bardstown does it quite a bit. Yeah. Um... It's uh, it's like it's that transparency, yeah. you know, thing. If if they feel like being transparent, they do it. Um, yeah, it it with a lot of the smaller, um, you know, craft distilleries, they yeah. seem to be moving in that direction. Yeah. Dan and I are playing footsies over here. I was recording winning. a podcast. I was winning. Let it be noted. Yeah, because you're. I'm wearing shoes, and and you're not. Um. I mean, I I love this bottle. By the way, mm-hmm. it's just beautiful. I yeah. really do. You know, it's a it's got a beautiful butterfly uh, on the on the front of the bottle. It's a stubby, short bottle that's really nicely designed. This is beautiful. I really like it. I really like how it's done. Yeah, all the everything's printed on the bottle. There's no like label or anything. Right. It's mm-hmm. you know nicely printed and and then the butterfly sticks out. It's like an yeah. ornament thing. It's yeah, pretty cool. Um. So I'm. I was excited to try this because you know, it, it is a, a newer distillery. I think Blue mm-hmm. Run, right? Yep. And it's been getting a lot of hype online too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think it is Kentucky, a hundred percent Kentucky. Yeah. Yep. Uh, bourbon. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty cool. And it's high rye, and it says it on the bottom on the front of the bottle. It's a high rye, and you can smell it right right when you uh, take a, a nice. Uh, a sniff of this, you can smell the rye. Yeah, like it's it shines through. It highlights. It's not overpowering. Uh, it's the spice comes through. And to me, uh, I was smelling cinnamon and and rye. Definitely the spice, and it's just a very classic smelling bourbon to me. Um, very nice, balanced uh, to the nose. Really nicely balanced. I get some caramel on the nose too. Caramel definitely. Yeah on the nose but you know it's not and i haven't tasted it but i the nose is not very complex no um it's just a a, you know again a very nice and classic uh bourbon smell of caramel and and oak and rye you you can tell it's 111 proof too though (laughs) you it comes yeah that's a really good point (laughs) the the alcohol definitely i stuck my nose a little too far in and uh (laughs) Um, a big hit of the alcohol <laughs> That's really smooth. It's pretty smooth. Yeah. Yeah, For I get a lot of caramel on it. A lot of caramel. Yeah. Uh spice hits you pretty quickly. And again, that makes that makes perfect sense because it's thirty percent right. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, it it burned a little and, and I'm in, in the throat, but I I don't know if that's because I drank half a gallon of whiskey last night. Or <laughs> I, I, I got the, I got the same, and it sits there and kind of lingers a little. Bit. It's not like it's harsh, but you can definitely know it's there. Right. The the second sip is a lot 
tamer. This is it. Yeah, yeah. I'm on. I'm on my first one still. So maybe that I'll, I'll I'll see in the second one if it's easier. The first one again, it just burned a little. But again, that that may very well be because I seriously had like I tried 25 whiskeys last night. <laughs> uh, my throat probably needs a uh, a break, but that's okay. This is a, this is good breakfast here. <laughs> bring bring all the jokes. Bring them. No, bring them. Go ahead. Keep talking. That's, keep talking. I'm gonna just, add add that to the sound pad too. <laughs> my throat needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, again, caramel is, is very nice, nicely balanced, the sweetness, the spice, uh, and even at 110, it's it, it tastes really balanced. I just took the second sip, and mm-hmm. you're right. It goes down smoother the second time. Um, my throat had a nice break, and, uh, and now that it had a break, now it's fine. <laughs> um, you know, again, the spice lingers, the finish, uh, and then the yolk for me was highlighted more at the finish than yeah. the yeah than when I was tasting it uh and vanilla yeah uh, definitely vanilla on the back end van- it takes a end. bit for that to show up though agreed <clears throat> absolutely like I'd I'd give this one like a solid minute in between sips if yeah. you're trying to taste it because there's a lot of stuff developing late yeah it's you yeah. I mean on when I mean the initial there's not much it's there's not a lot of complexity when you take the sip yeah, and the Agreed. yeah, not on the front. It, not on the front. It takes like Jake said, it takes a minute to to develop all the flavors, but it's you don't get much flavor variation. It's very, very simple, which yep. for four year makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I kinda like that. You know, I like uh every now and then just a whiskey that or a bourbon specifically that tastes like a bourbon. Mm-hmm. That it's supposed to taste vanilla y. If it's high rise, it's supposed to taste you know, the taste of spice. Uh in lingering, I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. the finish. Mm-hmm. Like, really enjoying the finish. Yeah, the finish is really good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting how how quickly the flavors on the front and middle fade, and you're kind of left with almost like a blank palette yeah. for a yeah. bit, and then yeah. the everything else on the end that we already talked yeah. about kind of comes in hard and it fast. Just rushes, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a nice rush of uh, and the spice too. It's like peppercorn, yeah, uh, with cinnamon. Uh, this would be a wonderful uh, fall bourbon mm-hmm. uh, out on the patio with uh, leaves and everything. This would be tremendous. Yeah, maybe I, right after you had a piece of pumpkin pie or something. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or the pumpkin lattes at Starbucks or something. <laughs> I don't do that, by the way. <laughs> sure. sure, kid. Sure. <laughs> Really nice. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, it's it's a good bourbon. I I, I have nothing. To, I like high rye bourbons. I just don't like yeah. rye. Yeah. Um, I like rice. <laughs> in my sushi. I. So, the price on this is ninety bucks. It's yeah. not. It's not super easy to find. It's not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't uh, know. It it's getting yeah, easier. It, I think um, as it gets older, they're getting more and more stuff out. It's probably yeah. get easier and easier to find. More distributed. Yeah, widely distributed. So I, I've seen it out on shelves now. Okay. Um. So yeah, I think I think shipments are yeah. are moving on it. Um. Because I've seen it a few times on the shelves. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know if the, where's this one from. I, I forget where you got this from, Sam. This one I got from. Um. From the Binnie's, games, I yeah. think, and then I ordered one from their actual website too. Okay, um, 
first, and then I saw it at Benny's and picked. I was wondering because I think I've seen it at Benny's. That's probably or Gold Eagle um, may have it too. Uh, But for ninety bucks, I mean, it's it's a it's on the higher end. It's on the high shelf. It's it's a it's it's definitely a high shelf. Yeah, ninety bucks for a four year seems a little high. It does seem high. Yeah, I Um, I mean, they're different bourbons, but you can find Eagle Rare ten year. Right for people that are charging an arm or leg for it for ninety bucks. Agreed. With mm-hmm. a, uh, in a in a wonderful ten year too. Right, yeah, that's a really good point. And I mean that's that's normally a thirty five dollar bottle or basil basil ten basil, basil 10, ten or we got McKenna ten yesterday for seventy five. Yeah. yeah, I would that's say that's a good point. Yeah. I, and now those aren't high rise or anything, but when you're looking at a four year for that price, I would want it to blow me away a little bit more than what it did. It's not. There's nothing wrong with this. No, I agreed. I. One of my yeah. favorite high rise is a is the um uh gosh, why am I drawing a blank now? Yeah. The reserve oh, Bell, yeah. Bellmead Reserve. Yeah. Bellmead that, Reserve. That's yeah. a fairly high rye and that's a sixty dollar bottle. Yeah. yeah. And I like I would say they're similar. I think the high rye, or the reserve has a little bit more complexity to it than this does. Yeah. And yeah, I, I would that, say so. I think that's like a six year or six to eight. And that makes sense. Yeah. And it's 30 bucks cheaper. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's out there. My favorite high-rise is the, the Willis Tower downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice high-rise. And then the Hancock Tower, too. It's a very nice high-rise. Mm. Oh, we're talking about high-rye. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are they high-rise because they put rice on the top of the buildings? In the <laughs> yeah. I think when we record at night, my jokes are, are better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we can all confidently say your jokes are never good <laughs> uh you know i'm surprised you like this it's a high rye it's 30 percent. i but i like high rye bourbons yeah that's a good I, yeah I have you a just few don't of, like the rye i don't like like when we're talking ryes that are 80 plus percent rye or like that piggyback which is 100 percent. yeah that's I, I like the rye spice in my bourbon i have no problem with that but when it's the when it's the main flavor is kind of when i start to agreed uh, not enjoy it as yeah. much. I, I mean, I'm enjoying this a lot because 110 is still within my range mm-hmm. of okay uh, proof. It's yeah. on the higher end, uh, and uh, and then the 30% right. I just love the spice of this of this um, high right bourbon. You know, I appreciate the 90 dollar price point because these guys are new, and mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta make money, especially if this is one of your first releases. Like mm-hmm. you gotta price yeah. it, you gotta price it to where it's accessible to those who. Enjoy a good bourbon because it is a good bourbon. It is, uh, and then you got to price it to make money. Otherwise, you right. just won't be able to survive. So yeah. I appreciate the ninety. At the same time, I wouldn't say this is an entry level uh, bourbon. No, I wouldn't recommend this as an entry level bourbon for yeah. anybody. I think it, probably this is like the uh, the Tesla Model S. Yeah, for yeah, them, exactly. exactly. Where they're going to put out a like you know higher price, uh, get some. Um, you know, inflow of cash, and then yep. they're probably sitting on a regular straight bourbon exactly. that they'll probably release in like a year or two. And that'll be like you know a forty dollar or fifty dollar yep. bottle, you know, Agreed. something like that. Agreed. Well, I think I was reading that they don't they have like a hundred and twenty dollar bottle. Or something. Yeah, they uh, have some. They're on their website. They have some stuff that's some pretty, a lot of stuff you can't get because it's pretty limited because they're pretty new and they don't have a lot. Right. Yeah. Well, they they did a um because Castle and Key is even. Really new, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, they are. Yep, I'm, I'm actually picking up their small batch today, um, which has been 
ex- extremely hyped online. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to try that. But if you're wondering <laughs> what Jake's agenda looks every single day, it's like work, pick up bourbon, eat, work, pick up bourbon, eat. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a day when Jake's not like, I'm going to go get bourbon. I haven't seen a day when Jake's not getting bourbon. Yeah. Man, you're like single-handedly <laughs> supporting Benny's and Gold Eagle and, yeah. and Sam. Somebody's got to. <laughs> no, good for you. I mean, you passed my, you know, I think I think at last count I had, now I probably have about 95 bottles, but you got to have like 120 at least, if not yeah, more. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Yeah. Good for you. Not counting anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at some point, the uh, I only counted... What, like, I don't know, a month ago or two? Because we were trying to find out. Yeah. And that was the last time I counted, but I, I think I've gotten over 10 since then. Yeah. Dang. Mine's made, mine's gone up a little bit, but I'm still, I think, in the mid-40s, and it's kind of maintaining, and I'm going to You've doubled it yours, though. Yeah, you did. I, I probably since we started, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's slowed down. It, it The the curve, it, the line graph went up fairly quickly for a yeah. while. Yeah. yeah. I've leveled off, and this week I'll be finishing off a couple older bottles. And, yeah. Uh, which is good because I grabbed a few from Sam last night to support I know. them and the Hard Truth guys. Mm-hmm. Some great bottles yesterday from from Sam. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a very happy guy today. And he gave us to the Woodford, uh, Kentucky, Kentucky Derby 2022 mm-hmm. bottle. It's beautiful. Yeah. I like it a lot. That's one of my one of my favorite bottles uh, with the label. I love the label. I haven't opened mine. I have. I think this is my third year getting in. Uh, it's just beautiful. Yeah, I haven't opened them. Just I put it out. I put it. I displayed it because I like the label so exactly. much on that one. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know where that came from, but you know, Dan is like again playing footsies with me, still winning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Right. So yeah, what's uh, what's the verdict on this? I think it's a good tasting bourbon, um, but I don't know if I'd necessarily tell people to go out and buy it um, unless you really want to try something different. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to, su- you know, if you want to support one of the newer distilleries, yeah. it's it's a decent bourbon. I I'm enjoying it. Uh, again, the finish, I really enjoy the finish, and that's mm-hmm. that's a sign of a good bourbon. Mm-hmm. But it's young, you yeah. know, it hasn't developed complexity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the price point, you know, you do have to balance that. You know, do you want to go for a ninety dollar bottle of bourbon that's that's young, that's not very complex? Uh, I don't know. I think there's there's better. Uh, maybe better is not the word. There's more uh, refined bourbons out there for ninety dollars, mm-hmm. in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. You want to be on the cutting edge of bourbon releases, then yeah, you know, this is a, a one to pick up. But yeah. if you're looking for something that you know you're not gonna regret drinking, maybe right. this wouldn't be the best gamble. Um, it, I I could see people not enjoying this though. I can see um, that too because it is a it's high proof. Yeah, it's high proof. Um, that rye flavor is pronounced. Um, so if you're not a rye fan, I would yeah, d- say absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but like uh, you know, I I do enjoy yeah. the taste overall. Um, yeah, agreed. I I like it. I have nothing against bourbon. I like it. If it was a sixty dollar bottle, I would say that would be, be a way. I would say it'd be point. a no brainer at sixty dollars. Yeah, agreed. I I mean, especially I mean, gonna sound. You feel free to judge me on this one. Sixty dollars. For this bourbon, puts it in the category of some other ones I like that have high rye flavor, things like that. Yeah. But the bottle stands out compared to everything else. Yeah. It's a pretty bottle. Yeah. It's a beautiful piece of art. It's even, like, even just the bottom of the bottle 
is a thick I know glass it's like, like the, round like those yeah. Uh, big water glasses that don't sweat on the bottom because they agree. Yeah, yeah. It's, it looks like that. It does have like at least half an inch if yeah. of glass in the bottom. That that's pretty cool. It's a it's a very beautiful bottle. It stand out, and like I would, I would probably grab one at sixty dollars. But I, I mean, I think they're probably doing it to make money. They're probably also trying to set themselves off as maybe the other the other side of this is is maybe they're not releasing anything cheaper. Maybe they want to go. Yeah, high, high be end. a premium spirit, right? Yeah. And this is gonna be their their lower one. And if if that's the case, they are gonna have to really yeah, get some more flavor and, and some Agreed. older bourbons in it. They'll they have to develop the flavor. Yeah, I mean, I would say the target market for this bottle is probably actually us. You know that we we know bourbon a little more. Mm-hmm. We've we've had a couple of years of trying different things. Uh, we we know what we like. We have what we like, and then you're just looking for bottles that are that will expand your you know, your, your taste mm-hmm. in, in different bourbons. Mm-hmm. And, and this is probably a target market. The target market for this is not somebody that, again, is just getting into bourbon and, you know, start with the good bottles that are out there in the, in the middle shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if you're just expanding your collection and, and you want something that looks nice on the shelf and, and tastes good, that's great. Uh, but $9 is, is decent. It's mm-hmm. a decent amount of money. Yeah. I mean, like, I think Dan said, you know, this was, a distillery founded by a bunch of friends with a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. this, they might just be trying to make their ideal bourbon, right. you know, uh, and damn, you know, damn anybody that doesn't like it. Right. You know, kind of thing. So, but, it, and I think we will like the one thing I learned yesterday too, is with it being a newer distillery, you got to put stuff out. We all know that. Right. And oh, yeah, you, you got to make money. Right. Just talking to the hard truth, guys, they have their first rye out. Their bourbon isn't out yet because they tried the bourbon at three years, and they said, yeah. nope, we're going to yeah. let it sit for another, at least another year. Yeah. Then they're selling, uh, what was it, vodka and gin and yeah, other stuff rum, to try and make rum. money and in like the, the meantime. Peanut, the peanut butter whiskeys and, yeah. the, and the stuff that doesn't take long, which which a lot of people do and, and give them credit because yeah. they got to make money uh, right off the bat. That's um, what a lot of distilleries do, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that... I, the, Rye, you don't have to have sit as long because the rye flavor will cut through and add some yeah. add some different notes to yep. it. And I, I think that's why you see ryes come out at a younger age Agreed. quicker. That's and it's, you point. don't see many 10-year ryes. You see right. a lot of 10-year bourbons and things, but it's, it's rare to see ryes that are that old. Agreed. Like rye whiskey mm-hmm. or, or high rye? You're talking rye, about whiskey. rye whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. agree with that. That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah I'm glad we tried it, though. This is great. No, I mean, it, it's, it's yeah. good to sip on it. Um, but yeah, so where can, uh, people find us and, and see some of the pictures from Sam's event and everything? Yeah. You know, we have some, some really cool pictures, you know, again, like my friend, our friend Noah said, is this, how is this in, in Marengo? Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting to see, you know, I, we've ordered from Joe's about 20 times now. And I, <laughs> I thought Joe's was just a corner Chicago food stand. Uh, it was great. That's a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so you can definitely go to Facebook. Uh, Bourbon Matters is our account or Instagram at Bourbon Matters. And we have some pictures from last night. Uh, we have some pictures with the Heaven Hill guys and with the Heart Truth guys. Uh, everybody was great sports and, you know, taking pictures with us and talking yeah. to us, entertaining our our, uh, our, 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 our ignorance, I guess. At some point. Asking them a bunch of technical questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, and then the website, you know, the website's there, and we have nice descriptions and 
profiles, and that one is bourbonmatterspodcast.com, and you can find the podcast anywhere you listen to to your stuff. Yeah. Um, you can also email us at uh, bourbonmatters at gmail.com. Um, if you want to see us review something specific, you know, send it to us. Uh, or you can DM us on Instagram um, or Facebook. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll slip it into the schedule. Yeah, and don't forget to give us a rate and review. Um, yep. If you enjoy listening to podcasts or have some bourbons that you've wanted to, or whiskeys that you've wanted to hear about and know about before you buy, uh, feel free, or if you have friends do, feel free to share the podcast with them. Yep. Uh, follow us on Instagram, like Roberto said. It just helps us get out to more more viewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to help educate people and help people find out what bottles they might like. So passing the message on. If you have something specific you'd like, let us know. Or if we post a picture and you have some just questions about that on Instagram or Facebook, feel free to message back. We had someone the other day uh, ask a question about our rabbit hole bottle that we posted about yeah. uh, for Easter because bunnies and Jesus are... <laughs> Close, they're homies. <laughs> um, I don't know where that came from. Easter <laughs> bunny. <laughs> but yeah, no, we we appreciate everyone for listening and appreciate all the feedback as always. Yeah. Um. So I think next week we're gonna do the hard truth, uh, sweet mash rye. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm excited. Yeah, we all real again really enjoyed that one. Um. So we're actually bumping a couple things to get that in the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Because we liked it so and they much. They were really cool, cool guys too. Yeah, new small distillery. Uh, really excited to talk about them. We'll probably send them an email and get some more information as well. Yep, very um, nice guys. Uh, the distiller was so down to earth. Mm-hmm. The master of the distillery, he was just so friendly yeah. and, and helpful, and you know, again, entertaining our ignorance. Um, <laughs> they brought the communion cups for sampling, which is nice. I <laughs> yeah, yeah that was really nice. Dan gave a nice blessing before we did the. <laughs> The second yeah, t- was, round of tasting. Was, uh, so. What's what's the Saturday before Easter call? I don't know. You had to give a blessing. Um, oh, that was Friday. It was good. It was Friday. Good, Friday. Friday. It was good Friday. Palm Sunday was a previous today Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. That's right. And what I think it's Holy Saturday, right? Holy Saturday. Yes. 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 So um, yeah, again, thanks for reviewing us, following us. Uh, we're excited to keep doing this just to benefit uh, you, the listener, because obviously we do it for fun. Uh, we do try to keep in mind, uh, you know, what we went through, educating ourselves on bourbon, finding good bottles, finding uh, good events. So hopefully you're getting something out of this. Yeah, and yeah. if you're wanting to learn more, like I said early on, find a tasting event near you. Yep. It's a great way to, to meet some people yep. uh, and, and get some good information, and, and they can give you a lot more information than they can because they are way more knowledgeable about these things than we are. Yeah. And uh, you get to hear some really cool things, and, and you can decide from there if you like a bourbon or not. I like that. I'm going to go eat my muffin now. You already <laughs> ate half of it, and you ate it from the top half down. <laughs> like a psychopath. That's how you eat a muffin. <laughs> like a psychopath. I, how else do you eat a muffin? I mean, you take the paper off and you bite in from the side. You yeah. don't gnaw down and like dig into the People wrapping. do it from the top. You're taking it like a jello shot now. Exactly. You're, you're like swirling your tongue around the wrapper. Because I, I think they put, I think Jenna Ray put bourbon in these muffins. I don't know. They <laughs> taste like bourbon. It's, it's like that Seinfeld episode where uh, the, Elaine makes the top of the muffin 
restaurant yeah. where they, they cut got, the bottoms off they and they only the sell stubs. the muffin tops. They have to get rid of all the stubs. And, stubs. and the, the homeless shelter complains because they donated <laughs> only muffin bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually really genius. Nice. Oh, man. All right, guys. All right. We'll, all right. we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.